Welcome to Minnesota Circle. I'm Hannah. And I'm Nicole. Minnesota is filled with incredible gems from the beautiful North Shores of Lake Superior to the locally owned coffee shops where they greet you by name. Join us each week as we highlight all the amazing things Minnesota has to offer. We interview local entrepreneurs and inspiring individuals, share hidden travel gems, events, and more. We believe in the power of personal narratives and have a passion for making our communities feel more connected. At the end of each episode, we will also feature a song from a local musician. All you need to know for Minnesotans on the go. Hello, everyone. We are almost officially halfway through summer. Ah. (laughs) And you may feel like you have explored all of the local lakes and uh, done all the parks and festivals, but now you're kind of running out of things to do for the rest of the summer. And this episode will be a really fantastic resource for you. Uh, We had an interview with Lizanne from Lizanne Lately, and we talk about budget-friendly places to go, places to splurge, places to stay all over Minnesota. So it's a really fun episode. And then as you guys know, we end every podcast episode with a song from a local musician. And today we are featuring the song, I'm a Wreck, Not a Queen from the local artist Speakeasy. So Speakeasy is originally from the South and relocated to the Twin Cities about five years ago. Uh, She is a noir aesthetics obsessed indie pop artist that creates songs for the feelers when the paint in her head won't dry. With a stylistic influence in the 1920s and a dreamy sound, her place in the indie pop scene makes her a unique voice. So make sure you stick around for her song at the end of this episode. And we also have a couple uh, announcements to make since it's been a little bit here. Uh, we have a networking event coming up in just a couple weeks on Monday, uh, July 25th at Primitiva Collective. It's a very intimate event, um, very limited amount of tickets where you can network, meet other like-minded um, ministers. Sotans and do some shopping, support local artists, and also uh, make some candles with Ankh's Candles. So it's going to be a really fun event. Uh, You can check out the link for that on our website or on our Instagram uh, and join us. We'd love to have you. And then also, if you haven't uh, had a chance, we also were recently on good day in the morning. And we did a segment all about a summer bucket list, which goes really hand in hand with this episode. Um, You can watch the full segment uh, on our website. And uh, there's some really great ideas in there along with our uh, seasonal guide section of our website has a whole bunch that you can download. So uh, lots of places to visit lots of ideas. um, And uh, I am just uh, not wanting summer to be over. (laughs) I want to enjoy all the things. So uh, thank you as always for listening. And then here is our interview with Lizanne. Hello, everyone. We are back for another interview with a exceptional Minnesotan. (laughs) We have Lizanne Juner here with us today, which many of you probably are either familiar with, like seeing her around, um, or seen some of her things reshared. She's kind of the Minnesota travel guru in a way. <laughs> uh, I feel like uh, you really, your presence has really grown over the last few years. So I'm excited to have you on the podcast with us today and kind of talk about some of your favorite things to do around Minnesota. So 
Lizanne, how did you even get started in this industry? And when did you know that it was something that you know could be profitable? What, what at what point were like, oh, I could I could see myself doing this full time? Yeah, absolutely. So first off, I want to say thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be on. Um, but yeah, I just I started this journey actually about three years ago. Um, kind of I I say when Instagram still was kind of picking up traction, um, the whole maybe blogger you know, influencer, travel creator space was still kind of developing. And at the time I was traveling a lot for a job I had and people started, you know, my friends and family said, you should write about it. You should start a blog in my head. I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. Not thinking of it. And then finally I kind of thought about it a little bit and, but putting yourself out there is really scary. So I kind of just sat on it for a little bit. And eventually by the time I was ready to you know, push play and hit publish. Um, I switched jobs. So I wasn't traveling anymore, which is kind of funny. But so I was like, you know what, I'll still do it. And um, I just kind of started about like doing my travels around Minnesota. Um, And in college, actually, I had a bunch of internships with a lot of smaller businesses in Minnesota. So that's kind of where my love for shopping small and supporting local was there. And just as time went on, I kind of learned, especially within my first year or two, um, I learned just how great the local community is here and how much of a just small knit and personable community we do have. And it's great. And I love it. And with that, I was just sharing my experiences throughout Minnesota and it just kind of jived together. And then fast forward to 2020, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take it seriously this year, right? Well, then COVID hit (laughs) and everything was just kind of, oh my gosh. But it actually, COVID was actually good to me in a sense where everyone was already in Minnesota. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of have a grasp on this already. I'm just going to amplify it even more. So COVID actually propelled me even more than I thought it would um, by, you know, partnering with local lodging and places in Minnesota showcasing how they're, um, still, you know, promoting their things safely during the pandemic and things like that. And it just kind of brought it even more back home to Minnesota. So I just kind of went with it and, you know, my boyfriend and I, and then with everyone working working remotely, we just use that as an opportunity to like, let's just keep going. So whether it's up North, down South or on the state, even like road trips across the U S I just kind of took it and went with it. And I think with that, you know, came new platforms and new, new things with Instagram, you know, just ways to keep engaging and creating content and being more creative with that. It just kind of fell into place, especially with COVID. So I'm still learning. I still learn things every day and Instagram changes daily. And, you know, there's always something new, but it's been a wild ride and it's been super fun. Um, I know you did kind of ask about it being profitable. So back, I would say holiday of 2020, I think when things kind of maybe settled down and people realized COVID was here to stay for a bit. Um, I started getting, um, getting reached out to from local companies to partner with them. And I was like, you know what? Okay. And I started making some money and realized this could definitely be a path for me. And so I would say in 2021 is when I really took it seriously and started pitching myself and working with smaller brands and even national brands. And so you know, here today through 2022, I'm still working with brands, um, small and large, and just kind of keeping my way to keep going and growing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you've really done a lot over the last few years. And I can 
relate to what you were saying about how in 2020 we all you know were stuck in our radius got a lot smaller Mm -hmm. and we had to find things to do that were nearby and we definitely over the last few years have traveled Minnesota more than ever before and found all sorts of cities and places that (laughs) sometimes are like 20 minutes away like how did we not know this was here (laughs) there's just there's just so much around Minnesota and so many different you know, different landscapes and to kind of slow down and find the local places to go since we couldn't get on an airplane. So we did a lot of um, like local Airbnb trips and like little getaways in that way. And one thing that I really love about your page and what you do is, is honestly, I mean, there's people that can share about their travels, but I think you do a really good job at capturing it through photography I think that you have really good photos and like video tours of the places that you're going that really make like you feel like you're there so I think that is just something that really makes you unique and I haven't mentioned this yet and I should have so we mentioned your name but we didn't mention your actual social media handle which is how people probably know you by which is Lizanne Lately. Lizanne Lately. So I should have mentioned that earlier, but yes. All good. Um, <laughs> so I want to talk about some of your maybe low cost favorite things to do in the summer months that you just think maybe people don't know about, or it can be anywhere from shopping to little like travel gems and on a budget. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So my favorite thing, especially when the weather is nice, obviously to be outside. And the nice thing is when the weather is nicer, it it's so easy to be outside and that costs, that costs no money. So I'm all about that. But I think for different places to go, um, I think for me, if you're looking for like a weekend getaway or something more than, you know, two days, I always say the North Shore. And I will say it's kind of a double-edged sword. You are going to pay a little bit more in lodging. However, there is so much to do up there that is free. There are so many state parks, so many um, like waterfalls, hikes, just the beach. And especially even if you aren't super outdoorsy, I would say I'm like fairly outdoorsy, but you know, I'm not, I'm not about to do a seven mile hike. That's just not me. <laughs> but, me neither. <laughs> but, and that, but that's why I love the North shore because it's so accessible to everyone, especially if you just love being outside and, you know, love the beauty. Um, and for lodging, you can find cheaper options, even if you kind of stay around Duluth or a little bit for and take a day trip and go up the shore, just drive and stop at the lookouts and the beaches and things like that. So that's always going to be my number one. Um, but if you think of, you know, maybe an afternoon or a day trip, I love going to like Red Wing or even taking um, one of our favorite day trips is actually taking the it's called like the Great River Road. And you can either go on the Wisconsin side or the Minnesota side. And there's all these cute little towns like Hastings, Red Wing, things like that. So again, a great scenic drive, lots of places to stop off at. And then we kind of make it our destination to either um, to go to a pizza farm. So that's great. You know, take a scenic drive and hit up a pizza farm. There's A to Z Bakery in Wisconsin. There's a Stone Barn in Wisconsin. There's also a pizza barn in Red Wing. um, Or excuse me, it's in Northfield. Um, But that's just a fun date night. And, you know... I would say pizzas range from 20 to 30. They're pretty big, you know, 
bring a beer, grab a beer. And it's under, it's like a date night or a family outing for under $50. So there's, there's a ton of things to do. And I always think just like get outside and I'm actually working on a blog post right now. So depending on when this goes live, maybe we can link it, but um, of cheaper things to do around the cities too. Cause I think once you start getting into, you know, the, those weekend trips, they do get expensive, especially with lodging and things like that. Um, but another place I love to go is Niswa as well. Their downtown area is super cute. They have great breweries and local shopping. And it's just those cute little kitschy things where you can pop in and buy a $5 thing, but still have fun and be in nature. There's a ton of biking trails. There's a ton of lakes around there um, with great beaches too. So I always say just get outside and (laughs) get outside while you can before we hit winter again. (laughs) Don't say that word. Yes, I, uh, I I love that. And I agree that um, one of my favorite drives, I've mentioned this on many podcast episodes, but is going down that river road that you were talking about, um, which <laughs> I felt so silly because I had never actually gone to like Lake City is one of my favorite cities. Mm-hmm. And I had never gone there before like a couple of years ago. And ever since I went, I was like, oh, this is so close and it's so beautiful and it's a completely different landscape than like other areas of Minnesota. And whenever we just are like having a really bad day, I'm like, let's go to Lake City tomorrow. And <laughs> we just go for the day. Like, it's not that far. It's like 40 minutes oh. from, from my house and just sit there by the beach. And I haven't been to a pizza farm. So I'm glad that you recommended that. That's one thing that's on my to-do list that I really want to go see. And you talked about lodging at kind of all these different places. And I know you yourself have gone to a lot of different um, places to stay. Is there any places that really stand out to you as far as lodging that you would really recommend to go to around Minnesota? I think it's really hard because lodging is starting to get very expensive for what it is. And um, so I do preface that where I think take into consideration where you're going, what you're doing and what you actually need. Because like I mentioned, Grand Marais is one of my favorite places, but they're like the low end hotels just go for crazy amounts. So if you can even find somewhere that's maybe not as nice as where you normally stay, but it's within your budget, think of what you're actually going to be doing. Are you going to be hiking all day long, being outside? Do you just need somewhere to sleep? Take those into considerations or where you can save money too. Cause I know I've definitely done that. Like, you know, maybe we're paying, paying a decent amount, but it has a kitchen and it's maybe not that nice, but I was like, okay, let's bring some food and we can cook there. Um, but I would say if you have a little bit of wiggle room, I do love um, Odyssey Resorts have a ton of lodging up along the North Shore. Um, I've stayed in a few of theirs and they just, I love what they offer and they're all kind of dispersed along the North Shore and they offer fun activities that are free for guests too. So like nature hikes, um, activities for kids and just informational, but also like informational, educational and just fun. Like I did a hike with them and I learned so much on an easy one mile hike than I would have just, if I just would have done it myself, like it's crazy. And their staff is amazing. Um, as for that, I do love Airbnbs. And I think that's kind of another trend happening right now. You know, all these cool, cute, trendy Airbnbs. Some do have a steep price, but look, just go search on Airbnb and use your price point, use that toggle. And you'll be surprised at like things you can find. So I do, I will say my first thing is always to look at Airbnb. Um, but again, I'm 
as much as I love an Instagram worthy spot, I love something that's within my budget and will just get me where I need to go and enjoy my time there. So it's kind of like a big loaded question with lodging, but yeah, no, I, I agree. I think, I think there's sometimes, especially, yeah, when you're outside most of the time, it really doesn't, as long as you have a comfy bed and I always look for a place with a kitchen because that usually cuts down costs quite a lot. Um, then it really doesn't matter. One one of my favorite Airbnbs that I stayed at fairly recently was in was in Ely. It was in downtown Ely. And it was this like minimalist house. It was like, I think it was technically considered like a tiny house. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was super small and like the stairs were really steep, but it was like perfect. It had everything you could walk downtown and like a fenced in yard for my dogs. And um, it was like really affordable because it's considered like this tiny house, not much space. So I think if you're flexible as far as, you know, what type of amenities you need, um, you can really find places of all different price ranges. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. I think too, with Airbnbs or VRBOs, especially with the um, more like trendy ones, and you'll, you'll start to see them pop up on Instagram. Like they'll have their own Instagram page and the thing with those two is if you are really want to stay there, follow them on Instagram and like turn on your notifications because I can't tell you how many times I see people, these accounts with all these beautiful Airbnbs, like drop the price or have last minute cancellation. And so I'm constantly like getting these notifications like, oh, you know, it's open this weekend or they're dropping the rate. And I just stayed at a cottage in Lutzen um super cute one bedroom cottage and it averages 170 a night which is kind of crazy for like how much space you get full kitchen and everything but i mean they were doing deals where it was maybe a hundred dollars a night in like april and may so i mean they're follow these people on instagram you know and turn on your yeah. or even sign up for their newsletters too like you'll get the notifications so it just yeah. kind of gives you more options and drowning in purchase constantly <laughs> Yeah, that's a really good tip. I didn't even really think about that. But yeah, there usually is like last minute openings all the time, mm-hmm. um, especially now with plans change last minute. So I think that's yeah. a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've talked about some of the places that you may want to drive to within like an hour or so. What about right within the Twin Cities itself? What are some of your favorite places to go just for like an afternoon or um, some local businesses that you really enjoy stopping by? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say, especially now that it's nice out, I just thought of this yesterday. I can't wait to go. Um, I know this is very popular, but Minnehaha Falls, because it's just, the parking is really easy. There's so much parking over there, ton of trails and um, walking area, but sea salt eateries over there. So that's like my favorite little afternoon. Go see the falls, go get some great seafood, have a beer, have a cocktail, drink, um, just on a great afternoon. So that's one of my favorites. Um, I would say also another really fun outing I did a few months ago was in St. Paul. And this is great. Even if like the weather's not that great, go to St. Paul Brewery. Um, Their outside patio is super kitschy and unique. It has these fun like antiques everywhere. It's just like, it's really cool. And they have a pizza, um, like a pizza oven truck. So you can get pizza and beer. Um, But then we ended the night by going to Can Can Wonderland. So that's great if, you know, the, you know, it's raining or the weather's kind of crappy. 
I also, that was my first time there. And I was like, okay, you know, I get it. You know, mini golf and arcade, fine. No, it was so much fun. You, you can pour your own cocktails, pour your own drinks. You know, you get unlimited arcade games and mini golf. So that was super fun. So that's another one. Um, other than that, I love the area around, I believe it's Nokomis. So like um, Northern Coffee Works is over there. You got um, the lake right over there. And it's just a fun little corner. Some shops, coffee, get donuts on the corner, walk around the lake. Um, that's another one I like. Otherwise for, let's see. I know there's so many places around the city. (laughs) Keep going. Um, I do love 50th and France as well. I think that is kind of a a corner, a destination, any diner that's like really picking up. They have been opening so many different uh, local shops and restaurants over there. Um, You got the Lynn Hall over there for coffee. You got a bunch of new restaurants, but then even the 50 in the France area, they're doing so many events for kids and families every weekend, especially in the summer. They have like live music, um, you know, coffee pop-ups, things like that. So that's something fun too in the city where you want to do some shopping, get out. And you're also close to Linden Hills. So you're close to the lakes as well. I love this time of year where it starts to be like every single weekend, there's like a free festival going on, <laughs> which is good. And then also overwhelming. It's like, I don't know which one to go to because there's so many. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so uh, I think this is just a really great time to, you don't really need to have a lot of money. I think it's so much easier in Minnesota overall, just when the weather's nice. There's so Absolutely. Much to do. <laughs> I think one of my favorite things too, is if you want to just, I think 15 of the France is kind of like, you know, still considered in the city. Um, but if you even want to get out, not too far, Excelsior is another town I absolutely love. So they have their main, um, their main road, right. You know, that leads you right to the lake, but they have, you know, they have two ice cream shops. They have a family bookstore. They have a brewery. They have, you know, restaurants galore. So, and they have a ton of shops too, but not saying you need to spend all your money, but it's nice to like window shop, grab an ice cream cone, enjoy the outside, go walk around the lake, you know, walk up and down. And um, two of my favorite shops are like Ace General Store and Golden Rule. Like those shops are beautiful. They have local, local goodies, beautiful art, things like that. But it's just, it's just like getting outside and getting out of your house. So even if, you know, you think you need a lot of money, you don't, you don't, you don't need to spend it. Just, you know, go get a $5 ice cream cone or something like that and have a, have an afternoon and just enjoy the outside. And yeah. Right. And almost like you can kind of make a game out of it sometimes. Like how little can I spend today? (laughs) Which I've done that before for sure. (laughs) We actually do that too. Um, My boyfriend and I, we love to do day trips and we usually cap it at like 90 minutes sometimes two hours but we like to keep it under two and I'm like okay what's our budget today and sometimes it's like 100 bucks like 50 bucks per person and that and that'll get us pretty like including gas and everything and it's just it's a fun like day date date night that turns into whatever you want it to be and it's it's fun and I mean yeah just exactly like you said have fun with it like see your budget and make it a like make it a game you know not like Oh, we can only spend X amount. Like we get to spend this much and have fun yeah. with it. Yeah. Some of my other, I'm trying to think of some of my other favorite like local gems. I really like Centennial Lakes in uh, any Dinah. We used to live right over by there in an apartment. We used to walk over there all the time. It's just such a pretty um, path around those lakes. And then there's like the paddle boats and the mini golf. Oh, and yeah. there's always... Um, 
little festivals so and stuff going it's on there. So funny you mentioned that because I actually live over there and I go like I walk there all the time. So it just it never like pops up in my mind as an as a suggestion because they do it every day. I was like, oh, this is like this <laughs> but I, I do agree and I cannot wait until I, I have to say the gardeners over in Centennial Lakes and on the on the Dinah Promenade are just their magic workers because those paths are beautiful. There's so many flowers there. I know. I know. I don't know how they do it. And then when like, sometimes they have like the music playing and it's like, it's like this little hidden area in the middle of it is, that is definitely a gem. I do. I do love Centennial Lakes. Yeah. And, uh, another favorite of mine would be in Hopkins. Uh, I love going to Hopkins. I just want to, if I didn't live where I live in South of the cities, I would live in Hopkins for sure. It's like my favorite, cutest little town. And they just opened up a new brewery, I think this week. Um, awesome. So down, downtown there. And they have Amy's Cupcake Shop. They have Kitty Wampus. They have Stages Theater. They used to have the movie theater, but that closed, which I was so sad about. Awesome. Um, but okay. they have all Freeman sorts of stuff. Freeman Amber, the bookstore in Hopkins. What about the bookstore? I was just saying, like in Hopkins too, they have the oh yeah bookstore, and it's so fun because I, I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, let's go to this bookstore, and he said, what? And I was like, yeah, they serve beer. And he's like, oh okay, let's go. <laughs> I'm like yeah, let's go pick out new books and get a beer. Why not? So that's fun too. But yeah, Hopkins is awesome, and that like especially that main little strip they have, and I went to a couple of great restaurants over there too. Um, and they have Mini Row Market, which is awesome, and yeah, I love all these. Uh, I just love finding, you know, those little, those little strips of streets and they have all those fun shops and local shops and restaurants. And you just find the community there are, they're thriving. They love being there and they all support each other. And that's like, just what draws me there. So absolutely. Yeah. Is there, this might be a tough question, but is there anywhere that you want to explore and you haven't explored yet or someplace that you've kind of been there once and need to go back and you feel like you haven't seen everything Mm -hmm. that's a great question honestly I love going to there's a couple and they're more so like down south um Winona I've like driven through a lot but I haven't really spent a lot of time there so I would love to go back to Winona um and then Funny enough, Northfield, I go to Northfield a lot, but every time I go, it's like during the week. And so a lot of places are closed or they're not open yet. So, but it's just, I call it like the Hallmark town. It's so cute and it's not far. And so I would love to go back to Northfield. And I think all these fun towns, um, they're great, but you like, let's say I've been there, but then it's been years since I've been back. So just kind of that, like, I would love to go back to Red Wing again this summer too. Um, but yeah, definitely Winona and Northfield, I think, are my top that I haven't been in a while. So time for a trip back. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's just so pretty going down that way. I don't know if you've been there, but um, the I, I talk about this all the time. The Marine Art Museum mm-hmm. in Winona is like top of my list of like really? coolest places in Minnesota. Awesome. Like You have to go there. It is phenomenal. Like you wouldn't expect this little tiny art gallery that's like next to a factory with like nothing around to be really cool but they have just they have like Matisse and uh, Picasso and like they have all these like 
amazing portraits plus like just huge uh paintings of like marine art and it, it's it'll blow you away wow. it's one of my favorite places to go so That's so cool yeah I, I I think it deserves all the recognitions like the best art gallery in Minnesota <laughs> wow. I would um, definitely, yeah I definitely want to get there I will add that to the list yeah yeah that's a fun place to check out uh, we've talked about so many different small towns and things to do on a budget what about if you are wanting to splurge a little bit something that's a little bit on the higher end maybe something like a really cool experience that you've done in Minnesota that um, maybe would be something you do like once in your life or something fun like that what would those those type of activities be Hmm. Let's see. I have, I would, I would say maybe I wouldn't go so far as saying like maybe once in a life, but I do have a couple splurge, like splurge options. I think if you want to keep it local, I would definitely treat yourself to a date night at the North Loop. Um, I love the area and it's close too. So I would stay at the Hewing Hotel. It's super, I just love the vibe there. Um, but the restaurant inside is amazing. And then they have a rooftop bar with great cocktails and mocktails, you get great views of the city. And like, even let's say you go to a twins game, you're within walking distance or a quick, you know, Uber taxi. Then they have the um, rooftop hot tub. They have a sauna there. They have um, bikes you can rent, a private yoga room in the basement. And then you're also close to so many other things in the North that I love, which is like Edward's dessert kitchen. Oh my gosh. Their food is amazing. Of course their desserts are amazing. And then right across the street is upstairs circus, which is another great date night spot. You, um, basically have drinks and have fun and make these art projects that you pick. And so that would just kind of be like a great splurge of a date night. Um, cause all those things do add up, but like I said, treat yourself. <laughs> And there's Billy Sushi down there as well, too. So a lot of fun options within two or three blocks. Um, But another fun thing I did was I went to Walker one weekend and it was like early summer and I'm so blanking on the name, but I can find this too. Um, We rented a sailboat from a gentleman and he kind of like assisted us with the sailboat, but then he let us drive the sailboat and it was just, it was so much fun. And we, we stayed on the lake um, and we had, you know, we did some downtown shopping and, but renting the sailboat cause it was just two of, or it was three of us. So it was, it was a little bit pricey, but just being on the lake in a sailboat and sailing. And that was, that was like one of my most memorable things I've done too. So <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, that sounds super fun. And I like the idea of the Hewing Hotel cause you, my ears perked up when you said there was a a rooftop hot tub I'm like (laughs) sign me up (laughs) like it's so crazy the views are insane and they they like they know what they're doing literally every detail is perfect and I mean sometimes it's hard for me to you know I live 20 minutes away from there so I'm like oh it's hard to shell it out but it's so worth it and it's such a beautiful hotel and literally everything is great there so no complaints there <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. And when you were mentioning the sailboats, it made me think of that uh news article that came out recently about those like with swans or what is it that they're adding on Lake Nicoma? I think it's Lake Nicomas. They're adding oh, like, those... like the swan boats. Yeah, you get to like ride swan oh boats God. around. And I was That's looking at it. <laughs> I like, thought like super popular in like Austin, Texas. I feel yeah, like I see probably. those all the time. But yeah. well, now they're Minnesota. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I will say not the season for it, but 
and I haven't even done this yet, but <laughs> I'm suggesting it to everyone. Go dog sledding. There are so many outfitters in Minnesota in the winter to go dog sledding. Like that's one that you have to put on your list. I it's on my list. I just have not done it yet, but I actually yeah. had a friend go this past winter. A couple of friends go this past winter and that looks like one of the most magical things ever. So <laughs> that is on my list too. I also oh. have not done it, but I want to because I yes. feel like I live in Minnesota. I should do these things. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, well, this was great. There were so many different ideas of things to check out for all different price ranges. And um, yeah, I, I think it'll give people a lot of ideas of places to go over the summer. Um Oh, I just thought of one last place before we go that I wanted to highlight because I think it opens up soon or maybe it did yeah. open up in May is have you ever been to Hot Sam's Antiques? I haven't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's in uh, Burnsville or Lakeville. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Literally like just opened a couple weekends ago, I think. Yeah. For the season and probably yeah. just opened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you haven't been there, that place is so fun. I, it's hard to describe what it's like, but it's like we went there last it's summer. Like me curated, and my kids. It's like a curated, funky, like junkyard. I want to say, but like not yeah. junk, but it's cool. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> Everything's for sale. They have a Nemo car. They have a Jurassic Park uh, Jeep. They have like little aliens. Like they have a, a UFO over their pond. They have like a giant Tweety bird. Like I, I don't know how to describe it, but yes, if people are listening, <laughs> go there. It's so fun. I went, like I said, I went last year, but I didn't see everything. So I will be back again this year because it's just fun to go. And my kids yeah. loved it too. And, and it's close to the cities. Super close. Yeah, it okay. is. Oh. It is. So we could go on and on. There's just so much, so many fun things to do. It really is. really is. (laughs) So if people wanted to kind of follow along with you on your adventures, um, where would they go? Um, Do you have like a newsletter that comes out as well? Or um, where's the best place to kind of stay on top of local things happening? So you can really find me anywhere. um, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, um, every everything is Liz Ann Lately. Um, I'm most active on Instagram, so you can probably find more, um, more day-to-day things and more updates on Instagram. I do have a newsletter. Um, you can sign up in my link in bio on Instagram. Those go out about once a month. Um, but yeah, I kind of share things organically on my blog too. Um, but I would say the best ways, the best place to reach me and kind of just keep updated on the newest things would be on Instagram. Um, but yeah, if you ever have a question or a suggestion or a recommendation, um, my DMs are always open. So you can email me or send me a DM on Instagram and I'm happy to chat. And like I said, I, I love exploring and I think there is just, there's still so much in this state I haven't even seen, but um, I'm hoping to do more this summer and also kind of venture out into the neighboring states as well um so it should be it should be a fun summer yeah thank you so much for being here and sharing about all your different ideas and um i always love following along with you and we have a lot in common where we both are trying to highlight all the amazing things minnesota has and um i'm really glad that you are took the time to speak with us yeah absolutely thank you so much for having me and i'm just i'm excited for us to keep going and showcasing minnesota and the great places and people that we have here we hope you enjoyed this episode looking for more ways to learn all about the incredible things minnesota has to offer 
follow us on social media at Minnesota Circle or subscribe to our newsletter at themncircle.com. If you wish to have a song featured on the podcast, please contact us. Loved this episode? Then subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Join us next time and enjoy the music. Guts in my head.